0: Hello and welcome to Life Clarifications with Natasha and I am so grateful to have my good friend Sue here who is um, just an amazing person who, you know, she's been with me for a while as a client and now she's just a super good friend and we just have these endless conversations about things. So I thought that, you know, since we're all coming on and, you know, doing, getting this thing and she came up with this idea. Of talking about our bodies and the spiritual awakening, and because I was like searching, hi Veronica, searching for um, for something to um, help us, you know, in life. And she can't. Have you thought about bodies? Talking about bodies, and I'm like going. That's what I was supposed to talk about. You want to be on with me? And <laughs> she said, sure. <laughs> so, Sue, thank you for being here. You are a gift.
1: Well, thanks for inviting me. Yeah, you, you, talk, you called it a very opportune time when my body was speaking very loudly. And I said, why don't we talk about this?
0: <laughs> yeah. And there's no mistakes. I mean,
1: that's where um,
0: I'm feeling like the universe is just right there you know, catching us where we need it, and we just got to follow through and listen to it. So we're all going through this spiritual awakening. And I know that many of us have been going through a spiritual awakening for many, many years. I know I started on it when I was born. So I, it's not necessarily that I'm new to this whole spiritual awakening and spiritual growth and all that kind of stuff. And But there was something that really changed around the 2000. Time frame. And then the 2012 time frame was another real big glitch that kind of said, okay, it's time for us to wake up. And, you know, we've just since then, it's been like click, 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 click. If you don't get it now, you're going to get it, you know, this next time. And we're all in this midst of big changes. And I know that, you know, my husband, who has been going through his, you know, sobriety, getting um, sobriety, you know, having sobriety. that you know he's been on a spiritual awakening and he's just saying that his meetings are getting busier and busier because people are waking up and they're getting so um, they they're getting their own sobriety and so with that this new awakening and this new dance of who we are our bodies are going through a lot of changes and sue here has gone through how long ago did your kundalini awakening happen
1: Well, if I can just back up a little bit back in 2011, so a year before 2012, I actually had my first awakening. And that was, I kind of think of it like my mini awakening. I mean, it was definitely a shift in my consciousness. And Mm -hmm. what what woke up specifically in me was this desire to learn about energy healing. Mm -hmm. And that's when I went down a rabbit hole of learning and like going to workshops and um uh, classes and ex- you know just trying different modalities and this kind of thing and um then I did a lot of very um very deep healing very effective healing and by like 2015 2016 I was really rolling along and everything was great and life really flowed for me and I had a lot of inner peace and it was just amazing. And what I didn't realize was that was just prepping me for a Kundalini awakening, which hit me in early 2017. And it's still very much, um, I'm still what I've, I've caught like in the trenches of it, just a lot of uh, interchange. And I do regular healing work. Um, but so, yeah, early, it's been about six years now. It's been mm-hmm. a lot of. Pretty intense. Yeah, very intense. A lot of inner shifts going on. Some of it happens very spontaneously when I'm just very quiet and meditative. Um, and some of it is happening when I'm actually working with a practitioner who essentially just helps guide me into connecting with my own inner world. Sometimes I just need a little bit of help getting there. Um, mm-hmm. But but this whole process has been very um, intense and a lot of it's been very physical and and mental. It's like the whole, <laughs> it's the body, mind, and soul, like all of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. And I can and I can say that you know witnessing many people that if we're already spiritually awake, a lot of times we can roll through some of these bigger things uh, with a little bit more grace. You know, like for me, when I had a Kundalini awakening that, you know, like I was just saying that, you know, I would be walking down the street and guys eyes would go down to my first chakra. Well, a Kundalini awakening is basically awakening your sensuality, your your sexuality, your, um, you're aligning all your uh, chakras, so that they're all awake. It's that coming up with Mother Earth's energy coming up through your body, and you're going through into going into, wow, out there. And then that energy is coming back down into you. And it, and it's called the kundalini energy because it's like the snake. And it's that serpentine feeling that is coming into you. And I'm getting chills as I'm talking about this, That it's like coming down into the, the Earth again. And so you learned how to negotiate that you know it, it's cracking up and it, and it's not just your your you know your seven chakras you know nine chakras there's we got zillions of chakras mm-hmm. that's why i'm getting lost in numbers because <laughs> it's not just the you know the na- the main ones the crown you know all the way down but it's waking up it's like a it's almost a spontaneous awakening of all your chakras and it's and- layers
1: and layers and layers and layers too
0: it is layers and layers. And I can tell you that um, a lot of us who have had a lot of emotional trauma in our lives, that spiritual awakening is drudging us through a lot of our shadow work, which can be very, for lack of a better word, that if you're not doing it with um, with with well-known people, it can be very toxic. It could be very... Um, to me, it's it's very um, dark, and when we're working through it. But if you have somebody who can guide you through that with grace, love, and ease, you know you, you do see the betterness of it. And I can tell you that you know that's probably a little bit why you have had to manage a little bit more of this, you know, this awakening because a lot of your body was shut down because of your past. And I'm not going to speak of it unless you do. But there is that that reason why sometimes when our physical body is shut down it it really aches when it wants when it's waking up
1: yeah i was gonna say one of the things that i've learned through this entire process is <laughs> my soul really loves to push me um just in general it likes to push me to the edge i mean I, through this process i've seen lifetimes where my life plan was so ambitious that i didn't make it all the way through and i had to try again and try again and i actually know that this lifetime is also a trying again of another one that i didn't make it through but there's also other things going on beyond that but i just Mm -hmm. know that my soul is very very ambitious and it's just like Oh, we want to do this and this, but that's not going to be fun enough. So we need to throw in this and this and this and this and this, this because it's more fun and more challenging. So that's just something I've learned about my soul where sometimes I kind of go seriously, (laughs) (laughs) but also as each challenge comes up, like when I go into this altered state, you know, meditative state, Uh, my spirit team is so big these days. It's nuts. And so I know that I have a lot of help and I have help in, you know, in the world, but also on the other side too. So yeah, it's crazy (laughs) and cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: No, that sounds good. Um, I am getting kind of noticed that my Wi-Fi is a little bit sketchy right now. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> 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 so we'll give it a minute. I I'm, I'm I was like hearing, okay, tone my energy down because we can, I can start zapping energy. So <laughs> I'm going to tone my down and I'm actually going to take my Cell phone off so there's less text on it right now. Um, so with that, that as we're going forward, and I don't know if I'm glitchy or not. Um, as we're going forward in this new spiritual awakening and doing the dance of, of you know, honing onto our body. And that's part of the spiritual awakening is to the spirit. The, the idea of spiritual awakening is to remember we do have a body. We do have a soul. We do have a mind, we do have emotions and they all are part of the system.
1: Yep, for sure. They all work together. Sounds like we're both having internet problems. I was gonna say, I'm not seeing mine. Are you, I apologize here. (laughs) Well. If I'm still on, I see that I'm still on, um, I'll just say that, yeah, our, our bodies and our minds and everything are definitely connected. And a lot of the healing work that I do after I release something, which might be, um, mental stuff, um, I literally phys I will have physical, um, symptoms afterwards for just a couple days. Like I might get a sore back or I might feel a little more tired. Sometimes I feel more energized. Oh, is Natasha coming back? There you are. Are you back?
0: There I am. There yeah, it's, um, I don't know if it's, I know that I'm having problems and I apologize. I ordered a new computer. So my computer, Thing and it's and it's going to be hopefully better and i apologize um but my internet's kind of um messing up yeah so um well was- <laughs> we may need to postpone this a little bit here oh, oh, my just, gosh. Um, can, you can you hear let, me all right okay so i don't know if i'm glitchy or not um <laughs> you know it, it is this dance of where we're going and what we're doing and how do we do it and you know there's this, you know, magic that we are. So go ahead and speak. As I know that, you know, your internet is probably better than mine right now.
1: Well, I was going to say while you were off for a minute, it, it I, I was assuming I was still on because I can still see me. Um, and I was just talking about how after an energetic release or a healing, uh, my body will shift and adjust because I know that every time I create an inner healing, mm-hmm. it literally it's literally changing my DNA and my yes, entire- I can my entire physiology will shift and adjust. And sometimes that's a bit uncomfortable, but it's usually about a day or two, or I might need a a nap, Um, but it's temporary. And um, those are just some of the side effects of doing very, very deep healing. The cool thing is, is after the side effects leave, my body's always happier than before the shift. And Miss Natasha is off again. And it's me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Kundalini Awakenings are uh, interesting, challenging something that some people, when it starts happening, they try to um, avoid it. And it's something that you can't. Once the energy is opened, it is open. And you just have to work your way through it. And for a lot of people, going into meditation, connecting with your higher self and your guides um, really helps and makes a difference. So let's see if Miss Natasha is going to be coming back. Oh, here she comes. Hey, oh okay. there you are. You're
0: back. I'm going to try doing it on my phone just because I know my computer is having probably troubles as um, well, no, life happens. So I'm going to try it this way.
1: I would say your your video is great. Your audio is great. And I was just babbling. <laughs> so...
0: no it's it's all good it's all good because i know that you know i ordered a new computer because i think my computer has troubles with um with you know connecting if i have too many things going on and i only had one tab open but it's been having more and more trouble so okay thank you for putting up with me now i'm on um now i'm on my wi-fi anyways or not my wi-fi but my mobile data so we'll try this way
1: (laughs) well i can hear you loud and clear
0: and oh, good, 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 good. And good. you're looking good. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting me on this journey. Well, I had to fiddle with uh, with the negotiation. Um, uh, you know, so um, go ahead and and I'll jump into where, what you were saying. So, thank you for for going on with things and negotiating.
1: Um, yeah, no, I was just yammering on a little bit about how, like, when uh, I'm doing healing work. After my energy shifts, um, it affects my actual DNA and as the DNA, um, changes in the body, you're like my entire physiology changes. And so sometimes some, uh, things will get sore just temporarily, or, um, I might be a little extra tired for a few Mm -hmm. days, um. I think one of the most profound times I experienced something like that actually was years ago before Kundalini opened when I had a healing session with a fellow who um, would just you lay down and he would just um, send high frequency energy through your body. And I think he was trained in pranic healing, but it was a long session, probably close to two hours, and he just raised his energy vibration so that my energy would entrain to his. And it was um it was really cool, and by the time he was done, he was he felt like all my chakras were beautifully opened and everything. But a few days after that, my low back, which had been an issue, just was it just it's so uncomfortable. I was you know having to take some pain medicine and heating pads and this and that, and it was just miserable for about two days. But then, after that, my back was so comfortable and it was like it was so healed that I was able to get off of the hamster wheel of physical therapy cortisone shots physical therapy cortisone shots I was heading for surgery next Mm -hmm. with that one session it was I've never had to have surgery on my back
0: yeah and that's the thing is is that when we're waking things up you know it's that it's that thing about how It's like um, a motor that's been sitting, you know, a car that's been sitting over winter, you know, we, you know, you have to get things moving again, you have to get that energy moving again, and that stagnancy of something happening. And and if you think about the lower back, that's where the kidneys are, the kidneys are about flushing, you know, our emotions, you know, our lower back is about how do we um, sit in our life, you know, how do we how do we, you know, cause your lower back, it affects it, you know, when you're sitting and the lower back is about how do we, you know, it's that natural curve. So how do we curve with our life? How do we support our life? That's also, you know, people don't always think about this. The chakra system is, um, the chakra system. Uh, okay. So I am not going to deal with anybody who is going to be asking for um, readings for someone and I'm going to delete that comment nice I can still do this on my phone uh, <laughs> but, um so when we're going forward that you know our chakras you know are 360 they're not front back a lot of people think our chakras are to the front they're actually to um you're welcome veronica they're they're actually backside they're they're 360 around us and so if we've had a blocked system and if people think about it our our you know lower chakras are a lot about how do we negotiate our life in our in our being you know how do we dance with our day-to-day you know the first chakra is basically about how do we live our life do i have enough food do i have enough water do i have enough do i have enough am i enough is there enough the second chakra is about that. How do I feel about myself? What is that that I've been holding on to? How have I been negotiating? And a lot of us carry a lot of protection around us. And that's why sometimes we struggle with digestive issues. You know, ha- am I having the troubles digesting my life? You know, and that's your lower chakras. And so if we've been holding a lot of energy in that area, it's amazing how that works. I know two summers ago, I went down to California and I found like the chiropractor that was working with me, he did some gut work on me and I'm, mean, I was like getting bloated and, and I couldn't figure out why I was so round. I mean, I was getting more and more round and he did gut work with me and you know, it was later in the day. So the next morning I woke up and it was like, Oh my God, thank you for clearing me out. You know, cause literally I cleared out and Now, when I get work done, the one thing I do ask for is grace and ease for my body. When I go into a massage, I ask for, um, "May I have grace and ease?" If I'm going into the dentist, I ask for my body to handle this with grace and ease. Um, You know, whatever transformation I have to do, let it be with grace and ease. And when we can do that, negotiate that, uh, that we're we can be who we are. But we got to remember, our body is processing slower than our mind and our spirit is. Mm-hmm. And so it's lagged.
1: Yeah. Um, I shared a story with you that, um, gosh, I forget how many years ago it was now, but um, I was working with a gal doing hypnosis work and I was addressing um, like chronic irritations in my life that would send me running to eat when I wasn't hungry. And um the work we were doing was great. And at one point I said, you know, I've had acid reflux for quite a while. And I said, I wonder if we could heal this. And it was to the point where I had did have to take a medication every day. um, You know, so I wouldn't experience it. But um, in one session, I was able to see just stuff from my past that were painful events And when I saw my stomach, it had like these, um, like knife holes had been punched in my stomach. And what came up in the session was like my inner child. And once I was able to reframe the story of my childhood, that part of it, my inner child started looking at things from the perspective of my higher self. And she changed. And then I saw this image of a bunch of my little it just showed up as a little girl um, walking over to these little knife wounds in my stomach and laying their hands on each one. Like this mm-hmm. like each mm-hmm. one was associated with one ch- girl. She'd like, Oh, this is mine. And she'd put her hands on it and she'd put healing energy on it. And all of that, we, I was taken through the whole healing process and after that day i was just like oh i know this is healed it's it's completely resolved and it did take another i think it was about five weeks until i didn't need the medicine anymore but like i I was taking these like two week packs so after two weeks i i finished a pack of medicine and i stopped taking it it was just a pill a day i stopped taking it and i still had a lot of heartburn and some reflux so i was like oh not not yet (laughs) (laughs) I, I took another pack and I was busy, you know, life got busy. So I was like, well, I'll just take a little more. Anyway, when I stopped taking that, the next one, um, I had no more, no more heartburn came up, no more reflux issues. I have not had reflux since then. And this was probably like around 2015, maybe. So it's, it's gone, but, um, it did take a little time. Like you said, the, like the energy was able to shift like in that one day, Mm -hmm. but it took, you know, a couple of weeks for the physiology to kind of catch up to it, but it did.
0: Yeah. And I want, I want um, everybody to know that we're not doctors. We're not trying to convince you to go to spirituality, you know, nature paths and, and medicine, you know. There is a balance. Like for me, I knew my body, which was physical, needed some help. You know, I finally got to a place where I was not in fear and flight anymore. And so my body kind of went into, it's my turn. (laughs) And I, my adrenals were basically very sluggish. They didn't want to work. And if anybody knows what adrenals are, kind of explain them like it's an alternator of your car. It's that it, it ignites your um your system to move. It it gives you the energy for things to happen. It's another. It's one stage of the of the um thyroid work. It's one stage of the hormone work. It's one stage of, and I found out through this that my body wasn't producing any hormones. I hadn't gone through my time of life yet. And my body wasn't producing any hormones. Then my liver started to say, wait a minute, I can't eat the foods that you want to eat. So anything with, with that would have any um, aceticity to it, like vinegar or, or anything like that, it basically told me not to eat. I would really get this comfortable um and then my gallbladder and gallbladder is about you know emotions and that kind of stuff was really starting to act up too and so it's just going down the list you know I'm like going this is not the way I want to go and so I went and found out about some things and and I um and you know we do need sometimes medical doctors Mm -hmm. we do sometimes need you know acupuncturists and hypnotherapists and naturopaths and my dad was a chiropractor I totally believe in a good chiropractor and not ones that, you know, are in it for the money. No, I'm, I'm out for somebody who wants to help you heal. And I have, I, I know how to do, find them, I guess. So with that, that finding the ones that want to help me heal, that they really got me on some good medicine, good vitamins, um, standard processing. If anybody knows them, they are one of the better vitamins out there and only chiropractors can sell them. And, um, and they're food based. And so my body can handle them. Um, and I, they have a certain medicine for the, the adrenal that I take. Uh, and today I didn't take it. And I started yawning about one o'clock, but I'm actually doing really good because I actually could stay off the couch without taking my medicine this morning. So I know I'm healing. But, you know, it is knowing that your body is needing these things. And I know a lot of us are going through, as I witness a lot of people, their adrenals are shot. Mm-hmm. They're not working to their optimum, optimum, you know, moment because we've been in fear and flight for so long. Uh, and and that's what that gets it worn down is when we're in fear and flight for so long or we're in stress for so long because it is... Um, adrenals are are um, uh, adrenals are the thing that does help us. It's the adrenaline. It's that you know I'll get you out of this. But if it's already having to say I'll get you out of this, the tank gets a little low, and so with that 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 happens. And I can tell you, since um, some I had a find, found a chiropractor that he found that my pituitary gland wasn't working very well, and I was always wondering why I was so sluggish in the morning you know, talk about, and I don't drink coffee, um, coffee and I don't work very well together. So I, I don't take coffee. I don't drink anything that in the morning, I usually try to eat some protein as my go-to in the morning and, you know, helping, he helped my pituitary gland to work, which the pituitary gland is the thing that starts the the adrenals. It it really is the piece that helps the, the thyroid to work well and, and the hormones to work well. It's, it's, the uh, the pituitary gland and the adrenals work really close together Mm -hmm. and so with that that getting those working and i'm like going i can think i can actually move i can actually do in the morning more than i ever thought i can do you know it's amazing when we do that but my medical doctor probably wouldn't have found it because they want to do the blood tests they want to do the you know and I, i know for me doctors try to put me in a category well, that's in the normal. It's a little bit on the low normal, but it's in the normal. And I'm like going, my nature path says, that's in not that that's you're way too low. Mm-hmm. I know it's in the normal, but you're way too low because she knows she's communicating with me, you know, type of thing. So mm-hmm. find somebody who you can work. But find you know, like we were talking earlier, Sue, about how you know you had your gallbladder situation, right?
1: Yeah, you, you want me to tell it real quick? Sure. Okay. So uh, a couple of years back I had a gallbladder attack and I went to my doctor and um, she is a naturopath, but she actually recommended that I have it removed because it, it it, like I had an attack, but it kind of resolved. So it wasn't like a crisis. And I, at the time I knew uh, another naturopathic doctor. And so I got a second opinion and that one said, well, actually, I believe you can heal it. And I took some supplements, changed my diet a bit. I actually did some energy healing around it. And for a good two years, I was, I would say I was managing it. Um, and then one day I couldn't manage it anymore. And it just was like time to come out. So I called a friend of mine and said, um, I need to go to the hospital. And she drove me and out it came. Hmm. Uh, exactly.
0: And so there's that thing is, is that, you know, we can do some work on our bodies, but I also believe that um, like for me, when I was working on my uh, adrenals and stuff that I went on bioidentical uh, hormones because my body needed something. So I, my doctor, we went through and did um, saliva tests and did it so that I would get the right balance, but I had to do something that was logistic Now, am I one that, you know, goes to the doctor right away? But yet at the same time, I don't try to do it myself. I don't try to self-doctor in a way, but yet, you know, I I do try to negotiate it. I do try to do things. I do self-doctor in a way, you know, but I I know myself intuitively. And so I can can talk to my doctors about it. And for me, it's hard to have a doctor that trusts me enough, you know, Like I found a doctor when I was having my kids who I said, I didn't want to have an ultrasound, Mm. you know, uh, I, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to have any of those extra energies on my baby, you know, while we were working and you know, while life was going on. And I'm actually glad because of the stress I was under having my babies, you know, my mom, my parents were getting sick and, and they were dying during this process of me being pregnant. And so with that, that, but my doctor also said that if there's any red flags in your, um, in your blood system or in your tests, we are having an ultrasound. And I said, all for it, mm-hmm. all for it. But if there's nothing going on, I'm not going to do extra tests. You know, I, I know myself enough and that's the thing about, you know, going forward is, is that we have to sometimes do things to help ourselves. You know, like I had an, an allergic reaction the other day, you know, a couple weeks ago, I knew I needed to take Benadryl. I took another Benadryl, you know, first time I ever took two Benadryls, right? But they, I knew there's something in me that, that I, my knowing said, do not take your EpiPen this time. Hmm. And I can I can guarantee it was a little bit of fear because I don't even take caffeine. So can you imagine me on a nephew pen?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say you you talked earlier about like being pretty much awake your whole life. Well, can you imagine being asleep your whole life and then waking up in your mid forties? <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
1: That's what happened to me so it's like you you've had this sort of in what do you call intuitive knowing that's been very strong with you and fortunately you were taught to you know recognize it and respect it and honor it and you listen to it and i that is like so awesome and i spent my whole life like ignoring it and blowing it off (laughs) and but you had to
0: survive a lot in your life and and so with that that that's why when we do go through something like an awakening that there is the shock value of the body but i can tell you that even me you know through my work that there's sometimes where i need to get a massage to let my body work through the emotional scenario and and that kind of stuff so it, it it's 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 a story that we need to work through that, you know, how can I respect my body? And, you know, that's where, um, I don't think I have my book here. Um, you know, having, like I have a book that's about medical intuitiveness, right? You know, what do these certain body parts mean? Google them. You know, what is the the spiritual meaning of a gallbladder ache, you know? And, and see what that can be about to give you an ex- a perspective of what you need to work on with your doctor and what do you need to work on with your spirituality and your knowings? Mm-hmm.
1: You
0: know, what do you need to work on with your emotions? Your you know, all those kinds of things. Cause you know, when we have knee troubles, you know, there's a lot of energy that can sit there. Like you had an elbow problem, you know? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And there was a lot of past life involvement with that elbow that, as I say, mm-hmm. you, you were, you were wonderful at helping me to um, uncover a lot of the, just the stuckness of what was going on there. And these days between having you look at it and help me with healing it and doing a bunch of, actually, I chose to do some acupuncture with that. Mm hmm. And these days it's a thousand times better once in a little while it'll bother me, but it's so much better.
0: And what you probably notice when it does bother you again, it's more about something that is that energy or that knowing or that trigger or that um, awareness is kind of circling back around to sounding or feeling the same way that something happened in that energy before. And we can look at and say, Oh, yeah, I recognize you. Thank you. I'm done with that, you know, type of thing. Because that's sometimes where things happen. Like for me today, today was the first day that we had a potluck again. And the last potluck is when I had my allergic reaction where I couldn't breathe. And I ended up going to the emergency room. Uh, And, you know, there, there again was this, that my body was almost like going, um, there's something here I need to react to. And I'm like going. Calm down lungs, calm down lungs. We don't have to react to that because it was a reminder of what happened before that I was looking for something to react to. And I had to talk to myself several times, you know, breathe, come on, let's go outside and get distracted because I was doing recess duty at the time. You know, let's get, let's get, you know, distracted. Let's get the body distracted from what it wanted to react to of a memory. You know, and sometimes when we have a memorable reaction, our body will kind of can get a lot of the same scenarios. And yet at the same time, though, I know my body enough that it wasn't something. And I sometimes had to look around the room and say, see body, see lungs. There's nothing to react to here. Mm -hmm. Now, the only thing that I can say that maybe was a little bit of a hindrance was there was a couple of pie or um, desserts from Costco.
1: Uh, okay.
0: And so there might have been, and Costco is one of the hugest places, if you have a nut allergy, that you do not want to buy from hmm. yeah. because they have one of the biggest contaminants, cross contaminations. Hmm. And so something could have had residue on it that my body knew about, my my system knew about, but I it wasn't enough for me to have a reaction.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: And so it's that process of how do we convince ourselves mind over matter in a way. But yet at the same time, though, that like your gallbladder, there's a time when it's like it's not mind over matter anymore.
1: Well, yeah, I would say and, and after it happened at the time, I actually felt like a little bit of a failure in a way, like what, like, why couldn't I heal it? What, you know, like, what did I do wrong? That kind of stuff was kind of coming up a little bit and um an intuitive another intuitive friend of mine said oh honey you put a lot of detrimental stuff into that gallbladder that was like bad for your soul i mean like like that was where i tucked it away Mm -hmm. so that it it could be removed and then it's just gone and she's like yeah exactly brilliant that was so brilliant to just tuck it there and then just it's gone. Let
0: it go. Exactly. That's where a lot of women who they, when they have hysterectomies, they finally feel better because they've stuffed all their woman, uh, anti-womanhood into their gall go- into their, their womb. And, and then when it's taken out, it's like, whoop, and then it all kind of goes away with it, you know? So, you know, there's these things that we go through that this energy gets stagnant in our body. Kind of like for me, the, you know, two, two summers ago about, you know, my gut. You know, it it sat in a certain corner of my, my, I don't know which valve it is, but it was a valve. (laughs) And when it got turned back on again, because it was shut down because I was shutting down a part of my emotionalness, right? Mm -hmm. That once it's flushed out, then my emotions can flush out a little bit better. It was amazing. The emotional movement I did that summer.
1: Hmm. Cool
0: you know and that's the thing is is that when we work with our body we can work with a lot of our emotional movement we can get rid of a lot of the the um being um, molested when we were younger or molested at any time you know doing the spiritual work is great healing work but our body has to come along for the ride
1: yeah i would say one time when i had a frozen shoulder um Oh gosh, maybe like seven, eight, eh, seven years ago. Anyway, whenever it was, I couldn't lift my left arm very high. And when I did look into it, um, hypnotically just to say, Hey, shoulder, what's going on? I'll have these conversations with my body. And anyway, um, what we went down this wormhole of emotions and what I ended up hitting on was rage. Just, It felt like lifetimes of rage Mm -hmm. that for whatever reason, all of that was like, okay, time to come up. And it just got stuck in my shoulder. And it did take a bit of um, healing and actual physical manipulation, chiropractic and this kind of thing. And it did take several months, but finally uh, resolved. Mm -hmm. But yeah, lots of emotion there, big time
0: yeah and that's the thing is, is our body is going to represent our body is going to represent things that we're stuck in. Mm-hmm. you know, um, like if we're afraid of of movement forward, you know we're struggling with moving forward. We may have knee problems,
1: yeah or or ankle problems. It, uh, would, would that involve hips too?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Totally, um, I don't know about sciatica. um, the sciatica is usually um is that the uh, you know, I'm getting the message here, sorry uh, that the sciatica is a little bit of the um the struggle with moving forward and owning our own empowerment
1: mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: You know and and it's not about moving forward but there's that dance with the uh, our owning our own empowerment
1: yeah i was gonna say i've seen just doing my work on my back and and for me it's a lot of low back but it has to do with the self-authenticity like being able to be authentic to to myself so Mm -hmm. said there absolutely makes sense
0: yeah. And mm-hmm. so with that, the, you know, the ankles, if we have toe problems, is about, are we balancing okay in our life? You know, are we balancing our life? Because without a toe, you have a hard time moving. You have a hard time balancing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what each toe does to help balance ourselves. Um, and then each figure, which represents an, a, a certain, you know, body part and emotion also. So if we're not managing a certain um, emotion, sometimes our fingers will even hurt. Because of, you know, if we're struggling with grief, we may have um, more arthritis in one, pork, one finger more than the other. And that's, you know, dealing with, because um, uh, this is liver and gallbladder, the the emotional finger here. But the, this one is, I think, intestines hmm. and, um, and that kind of stuff. So how are we digesting our life? Because when we're having...
1: What would this one be, Dina? i'm just curious as you were talking about the different fingers i thought oh what's the little one if you
0: give me a second i'll go get my stuff (laughs) okay Okay? just a second i'll I'll let you keep
1: talking (laughs) the other reason i asked is because one time when i was a kid i slammed a door really hard and it had glass panes it was like a french door and i put my hand right through the glass pane and cut my right at the base of my finger where it goes connects to the hand. I sliced it really good. So, and that finger has a little bit of nerve damage in it to this day. So I'm just kind of curious to know, like, what is the pinky finger connected <laughs> with, or what is that to do with? Cause I, know yeah, see, I, I,
0: I have this, I, I do this um, healing technique that, that it's, it's, um, it's different things. So, um, so the little finger is um, the heart and small intestine. And it's dealing with confusion and pretense. Hmm. So this is the, um, this is the the different fingers that they different represents different things, right? Different parts, you know, the, um, and so with that, the, um, the kidney and the bladder would be the first finger, the pointer finger. And then we have litter, liver and gallbladder. And then the, got to go backwards here. Sorry. Um and then the umbilicus and large intestine is the ring finger, heart and um small intestine, and the stomach and the spleen is the thumb. And so if we're having problems digesting the stomach area, you know, and the spleen, uh, that it does. And then on the back side, I put that this is um the different emotions and um it's the mental and the emotional balance. So the um, the circle is the mental, and the square is the emotional. So um, confusion would be the, where the mind would be for the the pinky, mm-hmm. and then um, pretense is the is the emotional part of it. Um, and then the ring finger would be um, negative um, attitude, loss of common sense would be the mental. You'd be kind of like confused, which in grief, you are so confused. Mm-hmm. Um, and then grief would be the, the um, emotional base.
1: Mm.
0: And then um, indecision, indecision would be the, the middle finger here. So indecision, you know, you're, you, you have a hard time deciding something when you're angry, when you're full of emotion, when you've, when you've just gotten to the end of your rope, right? Well, that'd be anger. And then fear is your first finger, and um, perfectionism, because it's hard to have. I mean, fear and perfectionism kind of go hand in hand, right? Yeah. And then um, worry is your mental mind, um, and depression and guilt would be your thumb. So if you're working through a lot of these, hold your finger real gently, and that will help you process through some of this this work. And so, um, and if you think about when you did your finger. What age, what were you going through?
1: Yeah, I was, I think I was seven. And I don't remember what I was going through, but I know I was very angry at my older brother.
0: Yeah. So, with that, that, you know, it kind of makes sense why that you had the explanation point put for a certain part of your body, right? course we don't know that at the time but it makes sense after after you go through it and it it makes sense when we go through things that um that you know you look back and you kind of ask and that's where you know we cannot walk this world alone and Mm -hmm. so with that that um matter of fact I need to get a hold of somebody I keep oh that I'm supposed to email somebody and I keep forgetting to um that um you know, we do have a lot of energy blocks. Like I had somebody on here, um, uh, uh, uh at the last year sometime and she had, would lose her voice every time she would do some pe- public speaking mm-hmm. and, you know, going through some, we worked through some past lives. We went through some things and she's doing better. She's actually getting a bo- more of a voice, but it's that believing in yourself after you do it. Kind of like me today, going through the the scenario of my lungs, you know, I had to believe that I was going to stay healthy, Mm -hmm. that I was going to be able to negotiate it. And that's how uh, a lot of what we are. But I can say, you know, to, to anybody, if you're going through anything, ask for grace and ease, you know, grace with ease, because we deserve grace with ease, we're worthy of it. And when we're getting a massage, do that. So you don't get the the repercussions of it. Because I know for a lot of times when we release a lot of emotionalness, we can get some toxicity that comes out. And sometimes it shows up as a cold. Sometimes it comes out as a headache. Sometimes it comes out as a backache or a frontache, you know, a a digestive ache, a knee ache, whatever it is because we've released so much that we've been holding on to. But when we ask for grace and ease before we walk into it or during it, Or, you know, like sometimes when when somebody's working through a very sore spot, uh, um, breathe in, Grace, breathe out ease, breathe in, Grace, breathe out ease, you know. And and doing that, it does help your body go, oh, I don't have to go through the hardness all the time.
1: Mm -hmm. Because
0: a lot of us have been told that we have to have it the hard way. We don't have to have it the hard way.
1: No, I left that behind. (laughs) You know, it's funny, as you're saying that, um, as I was learning about different energy healing modalities, and, you know, I met you way back in the beginning of all of that, um, there were a few that just really stuck with me, and one of them that's really stuck with me the most It's because it's so easy for me, like it feels so natural. And I literally have had one of my guides come in and he I've learned he holds faith for me
0: Mm -hmm. because
1: he always says, oh, this is so easy peasy. Like this is going to be a breeze for you. And I just think of it like as the easy button in life for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like why would anybody do something that's hard when you've discovered the easy button in life? You
0: exactly. Know? And I'm not going to say though that, that you know like you have had you know troublesomeness with this Kundalini awakening. You know there's been days oh, yeah. where you've you know, been flat out energetically, you've been pretty foghead. You know you used to be um, more of a rider. And, you know, could read and you even went through a struggle of reading and, you know, doing things that that were natural to you. You've almost had to realign yourself. Right. Yeah,
1: I would say I still have difficulty with the reading and writing thing just because maintaining focus. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like just not there. But I've act- even just given myself grace to go, OK, right now. This isn't happening. So instead of reading voraciously, if I can get through a book a year, I'm doing good. Yeah. (laughs) I hear you
0: there. I hear you there. Um, And, and you know, there's, there's things that your mom went through and I'm not going to label things. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: There's things that my parents went through and I can label them. They went through um, uh, lung cancer, colon cancer um, and Lou Gehrig's disease. And I am trudging. A new path through the path of life. I am free from being my parents in their DNA. And so I know that me, you know, and I picture myself like being a bulldozer going through the woods, (laughs) new, new path and breaking a new road, right? Um, I am monitoring the land as I'm doing this, but I'm breaking through a new path. And it's, and it it does have troublesomeness moments. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, I'm working on my gallbladder because I want to work on my gallbladder and my liver so that it doesn't end up in my gut like my dad's did, right? Mm-hmm. Or I want to work on my pituitary so that my uh, my nervous system gets balanced, right? And, and so with that, that going through trudging through this new path, well, you've been trudging through your own new path so that you do not become your mother.
1: Yeah, I've actually, um, a lot of, You know, people talk about doing this ancestral healing, Mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff. And a lot of things that I inherited from my mom have come up to be healed. And I've crossed, you know, like I said, it's layers and layers and layers. Um, But I've even just gotten the knowings that I took on the DNA that I took on from, you Mm -hmm. know, mom and dad, specifically because I was going to be healing a lot of ancestral stuff from dad's side, from mom's side. Mm -hmm. And I will just say, say, sorry. Okay. Throat. (laughs) I'll just say it very plainly. My mother was mentally ill. She Mm -hmm. came down from a, a female lineage of mental illness. Her mom was mentally ill. And I have a knowing now that part of my coming in, being born was to heal mental illness in my family now, I didn't develop mental illness as a child um and yet I have had healing moments where I saw like things between my mother and I that went back generationally from her mom, her mom, her mom mm-hmm. um, that I was able to heal that that shifted like that chain of energy, and then literally just in the last month or so, I specifically started looking at this whole phenomenon of just not feeling myself and feeling kind of foggy and different and, and all that. And what came up was this experience was wanted. I wanted to have the experience of my Kundalini awakening, mimicking depression and anxiety, not actually having depression and anxiety, Mm -hmm. but mimicking it quite a bit. And that had to do with, like I said, more healing to my family lineage. And for me specifically, also just emanating that healed energy out to the collective, like mm-hmm. to everybody. Um, exactly.
0: And, and that's the thing is, is that when we're working some, with something like mental illness, that, you know, we can have some scenarios a little bit like that. Like for me, I've had digestive issues and or disharmony. I'm going to call it, you know, where I do have food um, sensitivities and stuff like that. But I'm honoring my body and working on my DNA so that I don't have the scenario of my parents. And like for you being foggy minded sometimes, those might, those might be those times where you've changed your DNA, where you've skirted along the path where I kind of, you know, like the comet that almost hit Earth, you know, it skirts along, but it doesn't quite hit. You know, yeah. and those are my moments where we can say, oh, look, I didn't get it, did I? You know, so it is the story of how can we negotiate our body while doing a spiritual awakening. And that is asking for grace and ease. That is about supporting our bodies through the medical field and a spiritual community. You know, I do a lot of work with the, with the DNA healing and, and the past life healing and negotiating it and i've done i've gotten it actually a lot cleaner lately (laughs) it's like all of a sudden with the downloads i've been getting it's like it's been like amazing the work i can do with getting both of those and i've done a little bit of this when i was starting to practice this and you were part of my let me practice with you please (laughs) and so with that the the you know getting getting this healing work done this is the optimum time we are in an amazing time since this um, equinox. It, it's just like the the whole doorway opened up to let's heal. Mm-hmm. But it's going to take ne- negotiation of our shadow work to do that. You know, we have to be able to look at our shadow work and say, oh, yeah. The story of my parents at the same time, you know, like me, I'm at the same age my parents passed away. So I'm really going in deep into my gut and saying, I'm free from that journey. Mm -hmm. I'm free from that journey, but I have to go into my gut and really look at what am I having to work through? And that's letting go of a lot of the, the emotional base, shifting it. I don't believe in letting go. I believe in transforming it. Mm-hmm. That, you know, transforming that into more of a loving kindness. And as I'm talking about this, my gut is starting to feel like lighter because I'm talking about healing the process of it. Right.
1: Yeah. You're transmuting it back into love.
0: hmm. <laughs> and love heals. Oh, yeah. Love heals. Oh, yeah. Love heals.
1: And you're really good at that, too. <laughs> oh,
0: thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Thank for you. sure.
0: Oh, I, 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 I'm so grateful to be able to be here for people to, to negotiate this world that we're in right now, especially with the physical body doing the work it's doing. Mm-hmm. So wow. it's, it's a dance. It's a dance. So, Sue, so this hour went very quickly and I know that part of it was caught up with me having internet problems and I appreciate you holding the space while I was doing that. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> and uh, I the, there was something about having somebody with me this week and I didn't know what it was but I just knew that that there was something about having somebody with me this week and that I know now why was one of the reasons was we had to have this conversation and the small thing of internet so <laughs>
1: well, I am very honored to have been with you today and I thank you so much for inviting me it's always just it's always a thrill to spend time talking with you whether we're together like this online or when, you know, whenever.
0: Well, sounds good. Thank you. And, um, uh, Veronica says thank you for a great show tonight, um, to both of us. So thank you. Um, I want to use my mouse to do this. No, I got to use my phone. <laughs> Is there any last thoughts Sue that you would like to to leave anybody?
1: Um, just like, I don't know, keep, keep the focus on love just keeps coming up to me. It's just, And I I love your message of grace and ease, like just like in any moment when you're just not at your best, just give yourself grace and ease and just continually ask for grace and ease in life. And, uh, you know, talk to your guides, even if you may not hear them, just have the faith that they're hearing you and they're steering you and um, just keeping the focus on love.
0: I so concur with that because I, I know that and and listen to the, the, the little whispers, you know, when you start feeling like you're catching something like that may be called a cold, you know, listen to it, you know, listen to, oh, yeah, okay, I'll take the night off. If you're going to go out and do something, call up people, you know, guys, I really need to take the night off. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you invite inviting me, but I just need to sit down and and rest tonight. You know, I'm tired. Take give yourself a break. Give yourself a knowing. You know, when I when I feel that tickle coming on, I I tell myself I'm healthy. Like when I was sneezing, I'm healthy. You know, how many times do we sneeze and say, "Oh," but I say I'm healthy. And then um and then you know take some good herbal tea and then. I sat down and I rested Mm -hmm. because my body was telling me I need to rest. So listen to the whispers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, next time your knee hurts or your back hurts, put your hands on your back. Even if you don't know how to do Reiki, just put them on your back, your knee, and just say, I love you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I love you and thank you. Mm -hmm. And if we can do that with our bodies, our bodies will say, I got recognized. Okay. You know sometimes our bodies just want to be recognized. I tell my gut all the time Thank you for digesting my life because i'm grateful for and having a new path. That's not my family's i'm mm-hmm. free from my family's path Right. Yeah So blessings to everyone and know that sue and I will be back on i'm hoping to continue this I think this is another layer conversation So yeah. we may be back on here in another couple weeks and um finish up on this conversation i didn't tell her about this but there's just <laughs> something about finishing this up because there's something about the COVID dance that we need you know there's a reason why we go through these illnesses and sometimes it is about another form of spiritual awakening mm-hmm. okay so um, blessings to everyone have a great great <laughs> great blessing of a night and day and life and remember to give love to yourself if you know of anybody who would like to listen to this please share it please like or subscribe to the station and if you want to listen to uh podcasts this will be on podcast um uh um later <laughs> i don't know about my my computer <laughs> i got told i had a couple of months i had about a month and it was getting down to two weeks when i ordered my new computer <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so i'm down to almost a week here so i'm, I'm like eh. but uh it'll be on podcast so see you on monday i will have a guest on on monday ezekiel i was on his podcast um just yesterday that's going to be um airing Uh, on um we talked for two hours (laughs) so it's going to be on two places the 23rd and the 30th that i'll put it on my website or my stuff and um he will be on on monday he's going to be talking about his spiritual awakening uh it'll be regan's birthday so i'm hoping that um we um and he ends up being here but if not it'll be ezekiel and i nice blessings to everyone have a good night Bye now.
1: Bye.